half here on your community radio station, WERU. And here on Monday mornings at this time, it's time we check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. One of the great things about life on the tundra in these middle of winter months of January and February is the natural predisposition that arises in us to reflect on things that might soon be overshadowed by the raucous activity that is mere weeks away when we stride into spring. This morning, for example, as the dim dawn seems to emerge only slightly from the night's darkness and I peer out past the snow-covered patio in the garden into a gray, overcast sky and snow falling lightly, I am able to easily treasure the essential warmth of our heated townhouse, and I marvel at how completely satisfied I can be with the simple and ancient basics of shelter and heat. I am grateful, although I pause for a moment in my gratitude, wondering who I am most thankful to. And then, for some unexplainable reason, I think about the expression, no problem, that current conundrum of a colloquial reply that seems to be settling in just fine with many English speakers, but rubbing many others the wrong way. A few years back, linguist Klaus P. Schneider studied the use of no problem, you're welcome, and any time by speakers of Irish English, British English, and American English, finding that the use of the traditional you're welcome occurred 64.7% of the time with the Irish, 57.1% by the Brits, and 50.7% by the Americans. In other words, here in the United States, we've just got about an equal 50-50 chance of hearing, you're welcome, a reply to our thank you, or hearing something else. Some of the other phrases in response to an expression of gratitude would include, don't mention it, a kind of command, or it's nothing, a declarative expression with a somewhat humble connotation. How did we get to the far different from both, not a problem? In French, we've long had de rien, literally meaning of nothing, and pas de problème, meaning not a problem, as well as pas de toi. Similarly, Spanish has de nada, of nothing, por nada, on behalf of nothing, and once no hay de que, there is nothing of it, no vale, it's worth nothing, which were modifications of the earlier, now old-fashioned usages. But the American English, no problem, is not quite the same. Why? Stay tuned next week to A Word in Edgewise for further investigations into some of the problems with no problem and not a problem. Tomorrow, no name.